Hello, everybody. Thank you once again for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. Let's go into prayer. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you so much for this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful opportunity to minister to your precious people. I thank you, dear Lord, that they're walking they're walking full of faith. Every listener today, they're walking in faith. Every listener today is walking in peace. Every listener today is walking in love and forgiveness. I thank you right now, dear Lord, for the word that's coming forth, the word of motivation, the word of encouragement, the word to, dear Lord, hallelujah, to inspire, and, and dear Lord, just give them what they need today. I thank you right now, Holy Spirit, take over, hallelujah, of this broadcast. Let me say what you want me to say, hallelujah, to encourage the listeners that are out there today in your precious name, Jesus. Okay, before we get started, well, I want you to go ahead on and text someone and let them know I'm on and def- definitely share Whatever way you're listening to it, if you listen to it on a radio show, go ahead and let them know. Send them the link. If it's a podcast, send them the link. I believe that it's something that's going to be said that's going to help them. So the last couple of weeks, we was talking about a couple of subjects. The first one was don't panic. I talked about um, the whole pandemic and the spirit of fear. And then last week, we talked about isolation isolation. The title of today's message will be furlough. You heard me, furlough. That's a word that a lot of people are hearing right now because of what's going on in the the economic crisis and the um, health crisis that um, is being shown all all over the globe. So the word is furlough. So last week when I did the message on isolation, um, and I recorded it, and then two days later, I was put on, I was furloughed. Um, the isolation, remember we talked about that it was an awesome time to get back reconnected and to to get things back in place, right? So let's talk about furlough. So when I heard it, you know, the one thing about this furlough, because the Lord was already setting me up for it. Like I was saying to you guys and don't panic. Yeah, I know I'm covered, but I gotta make sure I stay in faith. Even though the Lord had gave um, the Lord had gave me a scripture all last week, I kept hearing this scripture, and the scripture is in Matthew five and forty five, um, and it says that you may be children of your Father which is in heaven, for He maketh His Son to rise on the evil and on the good. And he sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. He kept saying that to me all last week. And I'm sure there's some people out there thinking, well, I have a relationship with God. I, I've been weak. I have a connection with God. I, I have him in, my, in proper order. I know it's God first. I know it's family. And then I know it's everything else. I already know all these things. And I've been operating in that. And then guess what happened? You might have got laid off. You might have lost your job. For me, I was furloughed. But, which means I, I, my job is still there, but I'm out of work without pay until the economic crisis 
is over, then we can all go back to work. Because I mentioned before, I'm in the hospitality industry. So nobody's traveling. All the big events, they had to cut them and, and end all the big events. And so there was no need for someone in the sales department. Because who are you selling to when... As of today, when I'm listening to it on the news, it said 50% of all Americans are on um, at home right now. And more that's going to come. But 50% of them is the number that they had were either working at home or were at home. And um, furlough, that's the word I want to talk about. I want to talk to you about it because when it happened to me, I was I, I was in faith like I was before I knew it was going to happen. And even I mentioned last week on isolation that I was in the hospitality industry and we don't know what, what's going to happen with that. I mentioned that. But I had to know no matter what happened, yes, it rains on the just as well as the unjust. But how are we going to handle it? It's like this is just a, to see how established in the word I really am. I've I've told you guys many, many times before that, you know, I have lived on $76 in food stamps and nothing else. And God made a way. So I've already been through this before. So I already know what God going to do. But the thing is, I'm not in it by myself. Because like I said, 50% of the Americans are at home right now because they're trying to slow the spread of, you know, what it is. So what I want to say to you guys today is I understand. I understand what you're going through and I'm going to show you how we're going how you're going to get through this thing. You're not in it alone. I need you to remember that you're not in this alone. And one thing when I um um during the time when I um uh, was having the $76 in food stamps and it was a time when I was living in a um staying in a motel room and believe God every week that the motel room will be paid. One one passage of scripture that I would read all the time. And it worked then and is working now. Furlough. Before I get into that scripture, I want to share something else with you. So when we was all called together, all the department heads was called together, and you know the the, the news came out that what was gonna happen that day was have a meeting later that afternoon. They was gonna talk one on one with people and let them know if you were staying or if you if you were going. Um, for this period of time, some people had to stay because they were in operations, so they were more essential personnel versus um, people in the sales department were not. So I asked my um, supervisor, this is the part right here, you guys, I'm so excited, I'm trying to, you know, stay calm, because this was the part right here, so I asked my, um, I asked the general manager, I said, "Um, do you mind if I share something? With the people, because I could tell the stress on their faces. Some of them had panic in their eyes. You know, you don't know how much you are trusting in a paycheck until the paycheck is gone. Let me say that one more time. You don't know how much you are trusting in a paycheck until the paycheck is gone. So he gave me the nod, you guys. Y'all know he gave me the nod. To go ahead on and share. And I said, you know, I'm not going to share anything about what you just mentioned, what you was talking about, the furlough. I want to share a word of encouragement. And he gave me the nod. And what did I share with them? The same thing I was sharing with you out of 2 Timothy 1 and 7. That God has not given us, hallelujah, a spirit of fear. But he has given us, hallelujah, power. 
power, love, and a sound mind. Woo! I was able to share that. I was able to share with them my hope. I was able to share that I know God going to bring us out. I was able to share that we're not in this alone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was the most amazing. I said, Lord, thank you for the great opportunity. Like I said, every time I get on the broadcast, this is that you all are his precious people. And I don't count that lightly. So to have the opportunity to share with my colleagues at work, hallelujah, and not get in trouble because I can share, hallelujah, what the word of God said. I can share because the word is powerful, active, and living. The word of God will do what it needs to do. It brought peace. Yeah, there were tears in the room. And I said, well, we can cry together. We can get mad together. We, We can be angry together. I said, all of that. I said, but we're in it together. Hallelujah. That God has not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us power, love, and a sound mind. Hallelujah. All this when I was all just told, my God, after I was just told furlough. And all I could think about doing was to to encourage those that were there because I could see the panic. I could see the fear on their faces. And they didn't even know if they were furloughed. But I knew I was because he said the sales office was going to be closing. So that was already automatic that I knew I was. Furlough is the word today. I, I mean, still stay in faith in your furlough. You got to make sure you're full of faith throughout the furlough. For those that furloughed out there. If you're laid off, stay in faith. If you lost your job, stay in faith because the job's got to come back. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, I went three years. I think it was about three years. Was it three? I think it was three years without a job. And then there was time when I had unemployment for a time. But when that ran out, it ran out. So then I had $76 in food stamps. What I'm saying to you, have faith. God is not going to leave you alone. Okay, okay, I'm going to read this scripture for you. I'm going to read the word of God straight up, the word of God. I wanted to give you my testimony so I can let you know I understand. I can empathize with you. I have, I understand what you're going through. You're not just listening to somebody just talking to you and, and don't understand, don't really feel what you're feeling right now. But know that you're not in this alone. It's been, it was time, I'm sure all of you out there, if you lost your job, it was just you or one plant might have closed down. But you, this time. This is all over the globe. Everybody is dealing with this thing. You got to stay. You got to keep speaking to yourself faith, right? Okay, this is the scripture. When I was living in this motel room, it was terrible, terrible, terrible. I mean, a bad, by the road, motel with the door that exit to the outside. One of those types. And this is in Psalms 34. Psalms 34 got me through that period of time. It was a nine-month period of time. But Psalms 34, it's like that was my scripture. I would go to this scripture because no matter what, it's all right here in this scripture. Look at Psalms 34 verse 1. Okay, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it in the NLT. Psalms 34 verse 1, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. Remember now, furlough. 
I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. Hallelujah. No matter where you are, at all times. When I was at work, when I started this broadcast, when I've been doing all the things, I was still, I was praising the Lord with a paycheck. I'm praising the Lord without the paycheck. I'm going to praise the Lord. Because God has given me favor throughout this whole, this whole time. It's so much more I'm going to gonna give to you later. But I'm just saying, you got to remember to praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. If you was praising God when you was on the mountaintop, so you thought because of the paychecks and stuff, you should be praising him in the valley. No matter where you are, I've heard it said before, my spiritual father said it before. If you're in the valley, eventually you're going to go back to the mountaintop because all you got to do is look up. So there it is. So... What I'm trying to say to you is you got to continue these things. If you was given before, keep giving. Don't stop doing the principles because you got to know where you are. You got to still stay in faith. Don't start floating back down the stream because you're looking at one thing. You got to keep your eyes on God. You got to know who you are in Christ. Let's read on. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Let me see what it says here in the King James Version. My soul shall boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Let me, let, let's go ahead on and look at verse 3. And I know y'all heard of verse 3 together uh, before. This is in the um, King James Version. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Magnify. When you get a magnifying glass because you want to make what you're looking at, make it bigger. I've been hearing this week, keep seeing the good. Keep seeing the good. Remember now, furlough. Keep seeing the good. I was sitting outside. What day was it? Monday, I think it was Monday today, yeah, on Monday, and remember that furlough, and I was sitting outside, and all of a sudden I saw the school bus come past, and then they stopped right in front of my house, and they blew the horn, and they said, do you have any kids in the house? Now, he was, they were on, she was on the um, um, school bus for this locality, it was listed on the side of the bus, so I know it was the real deal, do you have any ch- children in the house? I said, no, but they have some Right over there. She said, oh, because we have breakfast and lunch for all the children. So the school bus was coming in, making sure every child in this neighborhood, hallelujah, was going to get the food they need. Breakfast and lunch. See the good. So all the schools in this area in the state of Virginia are closed for the rest of the academic school year. But the teachers are still doing creative things. See the good. They, they're using their resources. So I know of another um, teacher um, here in, in this area that is um, that has started developing online classes so the children can be can log on and get um, understanding in math. So she's using what she was normally doing and made it available to the children for free. See, what I'm saying to you, see the good during this time because she's not able to go to work. They're not able to go to school. So use it. What I'm saying to you, Whatever God has for you during this time, remember I said in isolation, that you can use it. You can use whatever, if you're furloughed, furloughed or laid off 
or whatever may have happened. Um, a lot of the salons and all those now, they're closed. But what can they do to also help someone else? Maybe start some online training. Whatever it is, you can use that to push you forward. See the good in it and move forward. Further. Remember that. I'm, I'm going to keep on saying that because these are the things I want you to hear What that you got that I um, have faith even throughout the furlough. And I'm going to always have faith because I've been here before. Now, I've been part where I've lost jobs and had to find a job too. You see what I mean? I've been laid off before. This is the first time I had um, the furlough thing to happen. I've never had this to happen before. So this is the first for me. So I'm going to read on a little bit further here. I'm going to read. Number verse four, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Let's see that again. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. So he answered me and he freed me from all my fears. So if you're in fear right now, you got to pray to the Lord and say, Lord, help me to be in faith because fear is the opposite of faith. So that's the right prayer. Remember when Solomon prayed, he didn't pray for riches or anything. He prayed for wisdom. He prayed for wisdom to lead a great people. And the Lord thought that prayer was pleasing. He said that that was the right prayer was pleasing to him. So he gave him what that and he gave him even more. So your prayer right now is to say, Lord, free me from the fears. Give me more faith. And the Lord going to answer you because it says right here, Psalms 34 verse 4. And in in the um, King James said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. So if you're feeling like you're in fear right now, you go pray to the Lord. Go pray to him. Go pray to him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to see how much further I want to go down with these um, verses. Yeah, I got to go all the way down. I got to read a little bit more. And I'm going to read this in the, it's going to NLT. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their face. You see that? You look to him for help. You're going to be showing joy. And you're not going to be in shame. You're not going to be, a lot of people still deal with shame. And we did a whole um, talk um podcast about shame. But you're not going to be in shame. Just seek the Lord on this. Seek the Lord. And in verse 6, it said, in my desperation, I prayed. Hallelujah. Are you, do you feel desperate right now? In my desperation, I prayed and the Lord listened. Hallelujah. He saved me from all my troubles. Now, before we go any further, the Lord just um, said to me, Holy Spirit just said to me, now, before you go into all of this and, and you know that um, you may not have... Um, been spending the time with the Lord like you should have and all that. Just go ahead and repent right now. Repent of this. The Lord forgive me. I repent. And then, you know, don't don't keep no condemnation because that, that's not from God. Just go ahead and repent first. And then go into Psalms 34 and start reading this and it'll build you right up. Okay, so we talked about there will be no shadow of shame. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. In verse 6, it said, In my desperation, that's what I was saying, I prayed and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. Do you feel like you have some troubles right now? In your desperation, there you go. He's going to save you from all your troubles. Verse 7, For the angel of the Lord is a God. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. The only person you need to fear is God. That's it. 
That's it. You're not supposed to have no other fears. Verse 8 is one of my favorite verses. Let's see what it's saying in King James. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusted in him. Don't you just love that? Oh, taste. See, it, it just I love the scripture because you're using one, one natural sense of tasting and then your eyes is open. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, taste. When you get a taste of him, your eyes is open. The scales fall off. Like, like Paul, uh, um, Saul at the time on the road to Damascus. And then he had an opportunity to have that encounter with Jesus himself. Oh, taste and see. Then even though his eyes was open to everything that he had been doing wrong. Because God put, I mean, Jesus pretty much told him what he had been doing wrong. Persecuting the saints. And then I'm going to read on here for a second. We're almost running out of time. In verse 9. Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. Let me read it over here in the NLT. Fear the Lord, you his godly people, for those who fear him will have all they need. Now, come on now. We can drop the mic on that. When you fear the Lord and you don't sort him out from verse on, you're going you're gonna to have praise in your mouth continually at all times, no matter what. You're going to be magnifying the Lord. You're going to get down here because you fear the Lord. You don't taste, you've tasted and, and you've seen him. You've got, you're not going to have to worry about anything. You're not going to have to worry about anything. And then verse 10. I'm just going to stop here at verse 10. Even strong lions sometimes go, long, go hungry. But those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. Did you hear what I just said? Are you trusting in the Lord out there? I think I heard some yeses. I think I heard a lot of yeses. Well, you're not going to be in lack. See, this is the thing. Let me go ahead on and say it again. Furlough. Furlough means you have your job. I have my job, but they're not going to be paying me. But they're holding the job. But I, according to the word of God right here, I'm not going to lack anything. No good thing. I will not lack anything. You know why? Because up at the very top, I will bless the Lord at all time. Hallelujah. His praise shall continually, constantly Pee in my mouth. Hallelujah. Furlough. Furlough. Hallelujah. That's a word. But I'm telling you right here. The scripture is telling me. No matter what they call it. Furlough. Laid off. Or whatever. Whatever they want to call it. But my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That's already know that. The hallelujah, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So no matter what, I'm not going to be in lack. And neither will you. The word is furlough. But in the midst of it all, I know this right here is going to be another major testimony that's coming forth of how God's glory, what he, his manifested power, his favor, his grace, his mercy. I mean, it's going to be a major testimony for me and for you. If you just stay in faith, don't backpedal. Don't get into the point of looking around and seeing everything that's happening. Keep your eyes on God. How are you going to keep your eyes on God? You have got to 
Keep your eyes on the word. Look at the word. Read the word. Listen to the word. Whatever you got to do to keep your faith built up. Pray in tongues. We haven't even talked about that. But that build you up too. Have your mind and thoughts on him. Your thoughts. Your thoughts on him. Your mind on him. You do these things. You're going to stay in faith. Limit the amount of time. I had to do that because what day was it? I think it was yesterday. I was like, oh, this coverage on TV is just too much. It was like I didn't even want to hear the words anymore. It was just too much. It was too much overload of hearing the wrong thing. So I had to cut it all off. So right now I'm telling you, this is what you're going to have to do. This is how you're going to fight. You're going to fight to maintain your faith by what you put it in your ears. What are you seeing and what are you saying? Those are your faith gates. Make sure you are hearing the word, seeing the word, speaking the word. Let's say that one more time. You are hearing the word, seeing the word, speaking the word. And to add one more, the Lord just said, and thanking the word. Hearing the word, seeing the word, speaking the word, thanking the word. That's what you're going to do. No matter if they give you the word furlough. Laid off, or we closing the doors, whatever it is, make sure you're hearing the word, seeing the word, speaking the word, and thanking the word. Remember that. Remember as you go into this week, continue to speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. I mean, speak life over the neighborhood and seeing that school bus coming through one to feed the children. That was a blessing for me to see. Speak life over this nation. Speak life over this globe. The key to it all is you have to speak life now. Make sure you share, share the time and share this podcast with others. And also, you can follow me on all social media, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll talk to you all again next week. Bye-bye.